Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. All right, then, the time has just gone on to uh, four and a half over the hour seven. We are touching base this on the issue of the Ten Commandments, part one. What are the Ten Commandments even all about? And there's so much to say with regards to this. You and I have so much to learn uh, when it comes to the Ten Commandments. So much to learn. And uh, one would just really go into the notion of the perspective as to what they are even all about. And, uh, of course, um, uh, we speak and, uh, in part, we are able to even say uh, that, yes, they are about the, the full aspect decorum of the kingdom of the Elohim uh, here on earth with regards to his children. And uh, you and I are part of that. You should believe that you are. And, and it's about the way of conduct. And uh, the issue also is to why are they not spoken about much of the times? And then why are some laws uh, overlooked? I think we will get into that even next week. Right now, you know, still on the Decalogue, you know, the premise of the laws and the laws as they stand, what they are even all about. Now, Pastor Sam, let me bring this to you then. Uh, I'm going back to verse 1 of of Deuteronomy chapter 5. It says, And and Moses called all Yasharal and said to them, Hear, O Yasharal, the statutes and judgments, when I speak in your hearing. These commandments are also statutes, they are also judgments. It says, I'm speaking your hearing today that you may learn them, be careful to observe them. And this is the way of life for those who are of the house of Israel. This is a way of life. It is the governance of the sovereign father. And this is the way to live by. And basically, it's Christ himself. What's your take? Yeah, thank you very much for the question. Uh, as you just said, uh, Elohim has to come to them and say this was a way of life. Mm. Remember when I started, I said that uh, these people, they had their own way of living. Mm. For 430 years, living under um, uh, the rule of Pharaoh and uh, all the gods of, uh, of that land, mm. they end up by getting... Uh, uh, involved with some kind of habit, and they could live for that. Mm. And when now they had to leave that place, they, the only, I mean, a logical way of having was to give them the, the rules and the law to follow. Mm. And you see that uh, when they were in uh, the desert, when Moses took time, they did not waste their time as well. They had to make another thing that they could call God. Mm. And they could not just do something that they, they did not eat somewhere. Yeah. They could not just do something if they, did, if they were not used to that. Yes. Because they were used to some way of living, having uh, a, a God that was an idol, mm. or God that were idols. They were used to that. They were used to all these things. of I mean, Because remember, uh, when, when, when Elohim was giving the law to Moses, when he said, like in verse 2 or verse 3 of, uh, of uh, Exodus 20, 
when you say that you shall not make any other image, because you shall not do that. But that time, these people haven't yet made the image while you are speaking to them, while you are speaking to Moses. One, he said that because already he knew that these people were living, worshipping other images. And because of the delay of Moses, they had to make an image and worship the image. Mm. That's what we know the story. That's what made Moses upset when he came down here to break the tablet. Because he broke the law that he received from the from Elohim. When he brought it down, he had to break it because he was upset. Not upset just for the sake of being upset, but upset because he could see them doing exactly the wrong thing that they used to do or going back to the same habit or going back to the same rituals, going back to the things that they used to do while they were in Egypt. Because by taking them out of Egypt, Moses and, and Moses thought that moving them and passing with them through the Red Sea is through the miracles that Elohim made or performed. Moses could say that these people who stick now to the new way of living and embrace the new law and follow it. But that was not the case. Mm. Now, you're talking about the law, but the law was given in order to, to lead the people, that the people may come to that place of really embracing it and following it. By following it, they should have now lead according to Elohim and not according to the, I mean, the, the old behavior that you have. That's why the Bible would always tell us that do not remember the former things, but to always embrace the new things that I mean, the Elohim, the Father, is about to do. Because the former thing has only the tendency of bringing people backward instead of bringing them forward. And in this case, these people, they have to embrace the newness of life because if they could not embrace it, they could not really revere or even actually worship or be in a place where God could find it. I mean, could be, could be, could be, I mean, could be elevated in a way. Mm-hmm. You could not see that that way. And he had now to bring a law. And that has to follow, as Murutim Raka said, apart from the Ten Commandments, there were other laws that had to be given. And there were laws, I mean, moral laws. There were, I mean, uh, uh, kind of, I mean, a lot of laws, if you can mention, we can talk about them maybe another day. There were a lot of laws that were given. But those laws that were given, into knowing the people, you know, when you come to Jeremiah, uh, I mean, uh, 17, when, when Helen said that the heart of man is evil, who cannot, who, who can know the heart of man if not the father himself? Is to say what? It's to say that these people, although they could see the miracles, the signs and wonders and so on, but for them to live properly and to follow Elohim, it could not be easier. The only way was to put the law in front of them. The only way was for them to respect a certain way of, I mean, certain set of rules. And those rules were given to them so that they may leave. But we know that although the law was given to them, they died in the desert. Not all of them reached the promised land. Why? Because of the habit, the way they were living. They were not living according to I mean, the, the rules of Elohim. They were, they were living according to the rules of what happened in Egypt. That's why at one point they said, why are we going to die in desert? Rather go back where we were eating, we were, we were eating this and that and that. They mentioned whatever thing they were doing back. It was not only to remember the food that they were eating, but because what it came from the or tomatoes all about. 
But I think they were looking as well. I mean, the way the behaviors, the way that like they were so free in a way, they could do their own things. Nobody would tell them this is not right. But then standing in Mo- with Moses was now for them to follow certain rules. If you don't do it, you die. If you don't do it, you're punished. And they found themselves in a situation whereby it could not work for them. And they had to find a way to, I mean, to, to start toying and all sudden and murmuring and all and, and, and whatever. But you know that the purpose of Elohim was for them to change their mind so they may embrace the newness of life. And by embracing it, the, the only thing that was expected of them it was to follow the law. As you just mentioned, Muruti, the law was given for them to live on. They had to live on that. That was the way of life. By embracing that, it had to lead them. On a daily basis, when they wake up in the morning, they need to know. That's what you see today. Like, I mean, the, the Jewish people, for instance, the Jewish people will be uh, they, they're, they're in a very good position whereby they even teach their children to know and to recite like, the Ten Commandments. They can recite them. They don't only do that, but they go as far as other, other laws to make their children recite that because it was for them to really follow that because if you follow that, then you leave. If you don't follow that, you die. That was, I mean, that's what I would say based on the, uh, the way it was presented to them. It was made that way for them to live, not to die. And as you said, it was a way of life. I hear you quite well, Muruti. Thank you so much for that. Send us your WhatsApps, 0826572729. Tell us, how do you feel about this? What are the Ten Commandments even all about? Are they relevant to you? Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Real Radio, for real people, serving a real God. Tune in to Radio Pulpit 657 AM. Download our app and listen on radiopulpit.co.za. Saubo na mfundi surei na balaleli gebe radio pulpit bonke na makestakoge. Issues of Ten Commandments. Mm. E gukona ge abazaloana basindisweyo abata sahambi gengu mteto. Umteto gankulunkulu awindao umi oguna parate uzo ge ukona. The Ten Commandments establish rules of worship and forbid actions such as murder, theft and adultery. These laws were important to the Israelites for them to obey and worship God. The central theme is love for God and love for others. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. God commanded Israel, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. The Ten Commandments were revealed to Moses at Mount Sinai, told by Moses to the Israelites in the book of Exodus chapter 19 verse 25 and inscribed by the finger of God on two tablets of stone after the Israelites led by Moses had escaped slavery Moses prayed to God for help God gave him ten commandments which were which are to follow to be followed today with the rise of protestant churches 
New manuals of instruction in the faith were made available and the Ten Commandments were incorporated into catechisms as a fundamental part of religious training, especially of the young. Many scriptures in the New Testament show that Jesus and the apostles upheld the Ten Commandments, not as ceremonial legalism or as a way to earn salvation, but as essential laws to govern a Christian life. Many scriptures show that every one of the Ten Commandments is reinforced in the New Testament. Jesus Christ consistently upheld the Ten Commandments as given in the Old Testament. In his Sermon on the Mount, he very pointedly stated, Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Continuing, Jesus said, For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 18 to 19. And then a man came to Jesus asking, Good teacher, What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Mark 10, verse 17. Jesus said, You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. Verse 19. Jesus' instruction to obey the Ten Commandments continues to apply to us today. Jesus summarized the Ten Commandments into two great commandments. The first and great commandment is, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Matthew chapter 22 verse 37. And Jesus said, The second is, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 39. Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. In John 14, verse 5. In 1 John 5, 3, For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. Thank you so much. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, Wabongane. Much blessings to you, sir. We really appreciate. Send us your WhatsApps, 0826572729. What are the Ten Commandments? From your ear to your heart, to your mouth to your feet, join this life on 657 AM. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up. A time to reap and a time to sow. 
Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Come live the life at 657 AM. All right, the time now is 20 minutes over the hour. Uh, seven Wednesday live the name of the show my name is Ray we are looking into this very issue and this is the issue of the Ten Commandments what the Ten Commandments are even all about let's hear from you as to what you make of them and uh, send us a whatsapp let's hear what you say with regards to these all right Muruti Muraka let me bring this to you sir uh, when we talk about the Ten Commandments also. Uh, this is to show also the strictness of our relationship with the Father. He says, you shall have no other gods before me. The strictness and the purity of our relationship with the Father is contained in the observance, the learning and the practice, the application of the Ten Commandments, or of the commandments, 600 uh, and plus of them. What's your take? My take is this. Hmm. Uh, where we were reading in uh, uh, Exodus 34, verse 28, it says, these are the words of the covenant. Meaning, these are the words of the relationship that the Elohim enters into with human beings. Mm. And in this case, it was the uh, nation of Israel. Mm. But when you go to Genesis chapter 9, you see that the Elohim speaks to Noah. And he even says to him that they should not shed human blood. Mm. And he was telling them how to uh, uh, deal with anyone that has shed blood, whether it's an animal or a human being. Mm. Those were the words of the covenant. When one looks at the words of the covenant he made with Noah and the rest of humanity, Mm. A few things, yet the strictness is the same. When you come now to Israel, where he gives them a covenant, a relationship with you, he unpacks totally now mm. this strictness. And the one thing about the commandments of God, they show that a man or a human being who is defunct in his spirit, is unable. So it is impossible to, to meet uh, those commandments mm. if your spirit is defunct. Mm. And as long as we don't see the strictness and the harsh judgment that descends on anyone that breaks even one. You, you you mentioned something. Not even an animal was supposed to approach the mountain. Mm. You know, we were trying to show how 
serious these things are. They were so serious. It's only one human being who was able to live daily according to those uh, commandments. And there was never a time when he needed to slaughter an animal so that that animal uh, can be his sin offering. Mm. Why? Because he never sinned against the, the, the commandment. And these are the words of the covenant, meaning they are so serious that if you break anyone with the demand is there. And in, to Israel, for him to demonstrate it to Israel, he said, instead of you dying, bring an animal to die in your place. Mm. There's only one man who never brought an animal to die in his place. That's Yeshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. he, he met every one of them. Mm. So we, 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 we must realize that the there is no relationship with the Father outside of His commandments. But these commandments are a high standard of to have to that. And I believe that's why when uh, that man came to Yeshua, uh, the, 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 the speaker was, uh, one of the speakers was talking about it. And he said to Yeshua, no, I've met the commandments since I was a young man. Mm. And then Yeshua said, uh, go and sell what you have and give to the poor. And the man couldn't meet that requirement. And you know what is that requirement? You shall have no other God before you. Mm. Before me. Mm. Because that man's God was Mammon. Mm. 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 He didn't realize. And that is what the Messiah was trying to show us. The commandments go deeper than just the outward mechanical performance. It is about a heart matter. How is your heart relating to the senior partner in this covenant? And so we need to teach the commandment in terms of making sure that every one of us becomes aware of the standard as demanded by God in terms of living. And that is why the Messiah says, hmm. pick up your cross and follow me. Why? Because me, Brother Ray, somewhere along the way, without even sometimes realizing, I'm going to break one of the commandments. Hmm. Now, if I go to the cross and die daily, put my soul to die daily on the cross. That is where these demands are nailed. And that's where I must go and nail this soul which has failed. Mm. There. That when I turn around, he gives me his soul which has never failed. And, and, and progressively, if I walk the, the path of dying to self, I progressively Muruti. acquire the nature of Yeshua Mashiach. And these commandments okay. do not become burdensome. Hold on for me, Muruti. Let's take a call. Oh, Hello, okay. sir, in Ferenachen. Yes, sir. Uh, simply, uh, as with all, in the name of Jesus Christ. Greetings. Uh, 
the, the new, the Old Testament brother, Ray, okay, I'll, I'll say the way I understand it. Mm. I don't know if it, if it will be much relevant to your question. But anyway, the way I understand is that Old Testament makes us to understand New Testament better. Without the Old Testament, we cannot understand New Testament. Okay, Old Testament is laws, of course. Old Testament is full of laws. So it makes us to understand New Testament better. Mm. And then, yes, it makes us to know, as they say, uh, New Testament is Old Testament revealed. And Old Testament is New, Test- is New Testament concealed. So we understand it comes to revealed Old Testament. So it shows that when uh, Old Testament was written, that God had the world in mind. It was not only for the Jews. You can see that he had the world in mind. He had Jesus Christ in mind. Mm. So what was happening again, uh, Pastor Ray, is this. If, I don't know if I'm relevant to your uh, question, but anyway, let me say the way I understand it. Yes. So God didn't want people to guess how to love him. Always God tells people, love me this way. I want to be loved, but you love me this way. So that's why he made laws. Don't forget, I said he had New Testament in mind. Mm. So when the children of, of, of Israel were in... Uh, in Egypt, they were not dying because they didn't know the laws of God. They didn't. They were not dying. Mm. They were getting stronger under slavery. They got stronger and more. But immediately when they got their Mandela, took mm. them out of Egypt, God gave them the law. How you? How I want you to love me? And then they failed to love him. Mm. And then they started to die. But in Egypt, they didn't know God. They even worshipped the, they worshiped the gods of Egypt. But they didn't know God. But immediately, when they came out of Egypt, God gave them the law. He told them that, here is my law. Here, that's the way that I want you to love me. And then mm. they said, now we hear people die. In many, in thousands, they die in the wilderness. And then, uh, and then uh, but in Egypt, we don't hear much about the, the graves of the slaves in Egypt, mm. of the Israelites. And then, uh, because they didn't know Jesus Christ. They didn't know God. Then when they're out, they go to Mandela, Moses. He tells them, God wants you to love him this way, this way, this way. They didn't love him by choice now, knowing, knowingly how to love God. And then God made them to die. Mm. So, like people of today, I always read it of the people of today. Uh, during apartheid, many people were not dying because the gospel was not as, as famous as now. And then people now, they said, no, the customers and the culture of our parents were good and were strong. I said, no, it's because our old parents were blind. God couldn't kill the blind people. But today, you do sin by choice. That's why you die. Because now you know the will of God. Now you die. We die. We very young people today because people know the will of God and they still want to worship. Even this is a long story. But anyway, I just take it in and nutshell that mm. the laws were there so that people can see that they need a savior. That's why I say it was written with the New Testament in mind, with the world in mind. It was not just written for that particular time. No, it was written for the whole world, even in the future. So that's the way I see it in the nutshell. Anyway, I'm driving. Pastor Ray, I wanted to explain some more, but anyway, thanks for uh, very much for the opportunity. Thank you very much. Please drive safely there. I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Brad. Thanks.
We're taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two double three four one three double two. What are the Ten Commandments even all about? Isinyathelo nesinyathelo sizohamba nawe indlela yonke. Sivakashele futhi uhlale ku radiopulpit.co.za. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za or phone us during office hours 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Become active, active in faith. 6.57 a.m. Okay, I get that he said it sometimes that these they were made so that we can sin. Muruti, you were going on, uh, Muruti Muraga? Oh, you, yes. Hmm. Uh, you know, my brother who are speaking, yes. he reminds me of what Paul says in Acts, where he says God uh, has now uh, uh, passed those times of, of ignorance. Mm. Why? Because now he has revealed the way we come to relate to him uh, uh, in a loving way. Because uh, the speaker before him talked mm. about uh, 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 God says, if we love him, we'll keep his commandments. Mm. And Yeshua also says, if we love him, we'll keep his word. Now, and we we have to understand that the commandments were given so that they can be a, they can be a revelation mm. of God's standard, of God's holiness, of God's character. Mm. So that all those that say we want to worship Him should realize that uh, you cannot uh, uh, approach God any way you want. You can mix Him with everything you want to mix him with. Mm. He wants, he says, he is a rivalrous God. If you say you belong to him uh, uh, knowingly, and then you go and mix him with other things, you are looking for trouble. Mm. Because he is the, the, the giver of life. He is the giver of every good thing. And he wants us to acknowledge him that way. That is the covenant. Mm. And he has made it clear through the, the commandment how the covenant has to be maintained between him as the senior partner and those that are junior partners. Mm. I hear you quite well. We're taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. Zero one two double three four one three double two. The Ten Commandments, what are they even all about? Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. 
Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The word for today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Radio Pulpit understands that praying alone isn't always easy. So, join us to form a chain of prayer for you and with you. To do so, send in your prayer requests on 067-429-7564. That is 067-429-7564. Or alternatively, email us on prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. That is prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. All right. And uh, of course, you can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. 012-334-1322. What is meant by the concept of... uh, uh, the Ten Commandments, what are they even all about? I want to hear from you as to what you make of this. Send us a WhatsApp, 0826572729. You can also send us a WhatsApp. It's 0826572729. All right. And um, uh, yes, yes, I'm looking for the people we had sent. Okay. Now, um, let me come to you. Um, Pastor Sam, these also uh, are speaking to us against idolatry. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. Any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that which is in the water under the earth. But when I look at our flags and emblems, man, I see all these things that we are told not to do. Likeness of images. Are we breaking the laws? Muruti? Uh, can you repeat the question, Muruti? You say? I'm saying, okay, let me go back to verse 8. It says, You shall not make for yourselves a carved image or mm-hmm. any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or mm-hmm. that in the earth beneath or that in the water under the earth. We see we have signs of fish. Uh, we also see, uh, they call it ichthus. We also see also um, signs of angels. Uh, we see also an image of a Christ hanging on a cross in the churches much of the times. Mm-hmm. But these are carved images. Uh, and would you say, no, we are not worshipping them, we are just making them, but we are told not to make them. Are we breaking the covenant? Are we breaking the commandments? Yeah, uh, thank you very much. Uh, You know, images can be made, although uh, they are not uh, worshipped literally, although people do not really uh, have the thing observed from them, but somehow, somewhere, when people see them, when people see images, there is always there is already there is a, a kind of attachment. 
And that is uh, one thing that you need to avoid and to run away from because the way the devil does things, it comes in a very subtle way, and we know that it's a cunning, it's very cunning, and uh, it can bring up something that looks like, uh, looks spiritual and look as well innocent in a way. While the purpose is not just that, the purpose is to, I mean, to, to, to bring people or to make people focus on that, although they do not do it, I mean, uh, officially or openly. Now, for me, I would say that whatever image that can be done, because first of all, we do not even have a proper uh, image. We don't even know how the, the Messiah look like. We cannot come up with something that looks like him while it's not him. Because today we have this, uh, um, this fight, and uh, this, uh, uh, we see a lot of, you see today, people are saying that uh, uh, the Messiah was not white, or was not, it was maybe black, and this one says what this and that. And at the end of the day, whatever picture we portray of him, that is not really him. Then why are we doing that? Mm. You know, that I would say that, I would say that it's not really a proper way to go. No matter what we can do, let's not represent Elohim with any kind of a picture because we do not have it. Whatever picture we can have of Elohim is his word. When we read the word, we understand who he is. That's it. And wherever that you picture him in your mind, in your spirit, let it be so because it's between you and him. But when it's now represented outside, we imagine that when I pray, I see him differently. But when I come out, I see another picture that does not represent or does not speak about what I know about him. Mm. That brings a bit of confusion. Because you see, from whatever churches we're coming from, some of us, we know where we're coming from. We used to be in the, in the, in the church or in the congregation whereby there are images all over. Mm. And those images will tell, will speak about something. Even they've gone further. Even when you go to there, you know, I won't, you know, it's a bit tricky. You know, it's a bit tricky in a way because we, 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 we either in one way we say is it uh, something to, 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 to agree or something to agree. Example, when it comes to children, children need images for them to believe and to see what is really written. Mm. And then well, with the images that you give to children, but they have now an image, they have a, a way of uh, knowing who Moses was, or who was, who was uh, Abraham was. But in essence, whatever character they are looking at is not the real character. You know, but they need to go through that in order for them to understand the Bible. I know, I, I, I'll say, I'm, it's a bit sensitive, I'll say, it's okay, we can understand that. Mm. But when it comes to people who are grown up, who have come to grow, we don't need image for us mm. to understand the word. We need the reading. It is through the reading that we know, we, we come to, we come to, to comprehend. But when we now have to be relying on images as well, as grown ups because grown-ups are people who have taken their decision to embrace um, the Elohim, to embrace um, Elohim and to follow him. And we do not embrace him based on the image. We embrace him based on our beliefs. Because the belief has nothing to do with any image. It has everything to do with the conviction that comes from within your heart. And when you are convinced about something, I don't see why image has to accompany you. And then I will say, it becomes uh, a breaking of the law. For grown-ups who have given their life who actually have embraced the life of the Messiah, it could be a, a, a mistake to really rely on images and continue with that. Because today, you know, with all these things about images and stuff, 
we have a lot of things we can talk about, even the like the outfit and things like that. Today we have a lot of things that are going on, things that maybe we could, uh, we could I mean, condemn, but today they are coming back in full force. They are coming back to us, whereby we start as kind of accepting some few things that we are not accepting before. But at the end of the day, what I want to say when it comes to the images that people can represent themselves or whatever they can put in their houses and stuff, we need to stay away from that so that you may not fall into idolatry. Because idolatry comes slowly. Because you get your place by you won't maybe pray until you put an image in front of you. You know, until you... Because some people want now to represent God. Because at the end of the day, there are some people who have said, they've come up with what they call uh, altars. They've built altars in their own houses. Mm. They said, this house has built my altar. Now, when you build an altar, it has to be something that you see, something that you represent. But if you don't represent something, it could be a room where you say, this is my room. And that room becomes I mean, uh, uh, a holy room or it becomes I mean, a, a consecrated room. That means uh, you enter there by yourself. You don't enter there with anybody. And that already starts becoming something like of a ritual, kind of. Or you start getting into a place whereby you, become, you start spiritualizing things that you're not supposed to do. And that becomes a problem because we believe that we have that liberty whereby we can serve God in, in truth and in spirit, whatever we are. Not to represent him by, with anything, but just believing in our heart. And I would say that whatever image is involved, there is something to stay away from. We're taking your calls, 012-334-1322. We need to hear from you as to what you make of this. What are the Ten Commandments even all about? And, uh, of course, why is there so much less spoken when it comes to them? Sigutandangendela emangalisayo. Keta iradio pulpit 657 AM. Keta utando. Mangaliso. Angbulise mfundisuri ekamenilegaches. Hallelujah. Yeah. Umtetorangulungulu mfundis nyeke. Wa wasuka. Ende angege washicha. Moba umileguzi hubik na pagate. Liti pipili, the word of God cannot be changed. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Fundisurei. So, Guna ma ceremonial laws. And guna ma moral laws. Ama ceremonial laws. Ila uguti. The fruit of the spirit Nama Nama works of the we as bad apostle Paul in the Bazu idol worshipping. We are bala in the Baza covetousness. We are bola pagukala shin. So mtetokam kulungula usinchi. Ama amguna mamoral laws, ama ceremonial laws. Yi ogama ceremonial laws, down kuchesu, pegawa full fila, kuteo aksa 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 ten imbuzu begi te se chachi wimfana. You go on an amtanja bantu, Sewa paenza matatus, Nabaza Luane, 
babhala amathathuzi ukuthi bathe baqaba ngokuthi umthetho kamkhulunkulu uphelile and awusasebenzi sisikunye ku testament uNkulunkulu ithathuwa akayifuni namanje even today amen so mele sazi ukuthi umthetho kamkhulunkulu ngiyekushintshe umfundisi urei umfundisi umangaliso lo esoyetho ezona thank you Thank you so much, Pastor Mangaliso. Eh, I wish to visit you as Olamfoetu. I wish to visit you. And uh, of course, uh, we had lost Muruti Muraka, but uh, we were able to find him again. Send us your WhatsApps, 0826572729. Let's hear what you say. All right, Shalot says, Shalom Bayina, Kast Studio and Radio Pulpit listeners. Ten Commandments are the laws, rules uh, that are uh says what uh, let me just put it clear there that are to guide and be obeyed by the israelite exodus 19 verse 9 and so we who believe in the messiah john 3 16 and are followers of the messiah guiding and regulating our relationship with our creator elohim and our relationship with fellow men exodus 20 verse 1 to verse 17 we're taking your calls you can give us a shout talk to us directly there shalom baina shalom there uh, talking to us. Let's take this call. Hello there. Hi. Hi, brother. How are you? Very well. How are you, sir? Good man. Allow me. Oh, no, man. You're cutting. You're cutting. You're cutting. Uh, you're cutting. You're cutting. Um, tell us what is going on. And then let me read uh, what Ike is saying. Good evening. They are not. Commandments per se. It's Torah for instruction to protect us. They are still applicable today as the moral law. If you like, that is from Ike. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know what's happening with uh, the phone of the caller, uh, but we are clear here. We can we can get your call anytime. Uh, but it seems like we you you are not able to come through to us. I don't know why. Zero one two double three four one three double two. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. As we wrap up, the Ten Commandments, what they are all about. Now, when you look into uh, the Ten Commandments, uh, speaks something in verse 11. You shall not take the name of the Elohim, Yahuwah, in vain, for the Elohim will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. What does this mean? Uh, we will go to that. Hello there, hi. Hi. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, this topic, I thought those who, uh, who, fulfill, who thought that Yeshua has fulfilled the laws would give us the, their opinion. Mm. The laws are a foundation of our faith. Makers distinct from heathens and the question that you need to ask is that an unbeliever and a Christian are sitting at the restaurant. How would you know which one believes or not? Because it's not that we're going to separate what he's eating, what comes out of his mouth, whether he's keeping the laws or not, and all that. That's how you make distinction. The fulfillment of the law has uh, uh, nothing to do with the cancellation of the laws. Mm. It has nothing to do with Colossians 2.16 to 
that the laws was made
What's wrong with the beef? Mm. What's wrong with that? Why, why would you want to eat something unclean? And those unclean things start... When Yahuwah was instructing Noah to collect the animals, he said, those which are unclean, take two of them. Take take, take two of them. Those who are clean, take by seven. So the Lord are here to stay. They they define who we are. Without the Lord, then there's no uh, Christian. There's no uh, faith for us. All right. You know what, uh, Godfrey, next week, let me start with you. Give me a call. We are taking it to part two because I feel... Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. All right. And, uh, of course, let me see. Okay. Uh, Tingan. Tingan says, Romans 7, 4, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, uh, that ye should be married to another even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Dingani, what does it mean to you? That's the issue. All right? Uh, and uh, of course, and then Dingani had said before, remember Dingani had said this thing before, and let me read it again. Evening Saints, Ten Commandments is a moral law. God still has the weight base on our behavior, uh, on how we should live. Second birth is totally... Uh, setting us free from things pertaining to the first birth. Now we live in a second birth where our nature is not contrary toward the moral law and we please God and is possible since we are in the second birth. That's what he says. All right. Just um, uh, for a minute. Maybe I can take this call. Just for a minute. Just for one minute. Yes. Hello, brother. How are you? Good. How are you? Sorry, the time I was I was cut off. Uh, can I speak now, please? Yeah, you only have a minute. We are we are closing now. You can talk to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, brother, what's happening? Uh, mm. You said uh, we don't talk uh, more about the laws. Mm. We talk more when we talk about Jesus Christ, brother Ray. We talk about the fulfilled law. Okay. So if we keep, if we can keep on quoting Exodus, the people cannot come to church because they can't keep their law. But when we talk about Jesus Christ. The love, we are talking the law, complete law. Okay. So the more we talk about Jesus Christ, we are talking the law. And that law is written in our hearts, which is Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the way. Okay. I hear Thank you. you, sir. Thank, Thank you. you sir. Thank you. Um, I wish that were true. Um, with regards to what is being spoken, even Christ is not spoken about these days. Nevertheless, let us end it here just for tonight. And let me give our guests parting shots, just a minute each. Muruti Muraka, take your minute, sir. Yeah. What I want to emphasize for today is the Ten Commandments are the words of the covenant that Mm. relationship with God was in. And if we go back and look at God speaking to Noah, we'll see that there are words which he spoke to Noah, which are the words of the covenant. Mm. If we go and listen to the Messiah, the words he has spoken as a teaching to all those that would believe in him, are the words of the fresh covenant. They don't contradict the Ten Commandments. Mm. Sure, I hear you. That's why I'm saying... Uh, if someone says, no, we are talking about the law as we are talking about Christ, and that's a very beautiful cover-up. We call it masking. Um, even Christ, <laughs> even Christ, they don't talk about. Even Christ, they don't talk about. They talk about other things. 
Pastor Sam, Professor, finally. Yeah, thank you very much for the question. That uh, my last word will be that uh, you know we always have a bit of a problem when it comes to understanding of the world and understanding of uh, what we want to portray. Mm. At the end of the day, is, I mean, in class we have the law of class, and the mm. law of class doesn't contradict the law of God or mm. Elohim. Mm. It's the same law. Because when it comes to people wanting to divide and say this is what in the Old Testament, we need to understand uh, what was that exactly and what was what the implication of what is happening now. Mm-hmm. And if you have to follow literally what has uh, been said in the past, and we have to be very careful. Because mm-hmm. the bottom line is, I mean, the last caller says, whenever we serve a class, we are actually obeying the law of God. And if you can keep it that way, I think there's a, a, a bit of understanding. But there will be a fight in terms of work, people wanting to know and wanting to say what they feel that is right for them. Thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, all the calls, um, every uh, narrative that has been given, uh, perspective. I, I really appreciate the participation on the show. Thank you for listening. We give the Father the glory, the majesty, and the honor in the name of Yahushai Hamashiach. Uh, we bless his holy name, Yahuwah Elohim, the Creator, our Father, and uh, as Muruti Muraka always say, by his work, HaKodesh, he continues to guide us. And I say he guide us into full functionality. And uh, of course, may we continue in him even far much more. Thank you so much. Much blessings. Muruti Muraka, thank you so much. Pass our regards. We continue next week on the same topic. Indeed. Uh I will pass the regard. Thank you. Do the same for me. And even I'm asking Pastor Kabamba to do the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Sam, thank you so much. We continue next week. Pass our regards and thanks, sir. Yes. Thank you very much. I'll do that. And also pass our regards to your families. And yes, as we continue next week, may the Almighty God help us. Hallelujah. And good night. Good night. And uh, much blessings as we will continue next week on this topic. Shalom. Become active, active in faith, 657 AM, 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.